today on Locked on Buckeyes. We dive into what we have learned about Kyle McCord through nine games this season. And Ryan Day provides an injury update for Lathan Ransom and Josh Proctor. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to the episode of Locked on Buckeyes. We're Locked on Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Wednesday, November 8th in the year 2023. And today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. During today's episode, we will discuss the injury update Ryan Day provided for Late the Ransom and Josh Proctor. And is the Buckeye basketball team having issues on the basketball court? But first... Cal McCord is going to be scrutinized and criticized more than maybe any other quarterback in the country. Yes, Caleb Williams at USC is going to get criticized and scrutinized. Shadir Sanders at Colorado is going to be scrutinized and criticized. Drake May, Sam Hartman, Jane Daniels, you name the quarterback, Jordan Travis. They're going to be scrutinized and criticized, but they aren't the QB at Ohio State. Even look look at J.J. McCarthy and how he's played at, at Michigan this year. He will not be scrutinized. If he has a bad game, nobody's going to look at him the same way. They will look at Kyle McCord if Kyle McCord has just an okay game. But Kyle McCord is a quarterback. He's been viewed as inefficient at times. He has been viewed as someone that is struggling at times. Yes, he's had multiple interception games. Yes, ball security is something that is something he is working on. But when you look at, at it with the grand scheme and the big picture in mind, through nine games, has Kyle McCord gotten better from game number one until game number nine? I believe the easy answer to that is yes. He has gotten better from the game against Indiana in Bloomington Labor Day weekend until the game this past Saturday in Piscataway, New Jersey. He has gotten better. Not your everyday or average quarterback can be 9-0 in college football. Not your everyday or average quarterback or even maybe above average quarterback can be can win a game at Notre Dame. We have to make big boy throw after big boy throw after having issues moving the ball down the field on the final drive of the game. Not everybody can do that. Not every quarterback can do what's needed by just simply leading the offense in a defensive slugfest against the Penn State Nittany Lions. Then you add in a road test against Wisconsin, a really good, solid football team, a road test against Rutgers, a really good, solid football team. Not every quarterback can do that. But then when you look at Kyle McCord's numbers on the season, and if you were just to think back to the game against Rutgers, so we're all going somewhere with this conversation, and you're trying to say, okay, Kyle McCord, I think he struggled. Some people think he struggled. Some people think he did. What would you think his completion percentage was Saturday against Rutgers? And I'm going to give you an easy answer, A or B. Uh, 50% chance of getting it right. Don't cheat. Don't look it up. 
above 70% or below 70%? Three, two, one. The answer is 73.1% completion percentage against Rutgers this past Saturday against a team at a defense that before that game was only giving up 156.3% um 156.3 yards per game. Passing yards they were allowing from opposing quarterbacks. And I don't care if you're if you're playing um sad schools or mediocre schools or above average schools. If you're only giving up 156.3 yards through the air a game, your defense is doing something right. And for Kyle Cord, yes, he had under 200 passing yards in that game, but for him to have three TDs, only throw one INT against that team. And they have 189 passing yards, 19 for 26 in this game, only seven incompletions. The first 11 throws in this game were completions for McCord. He is doing something right, and we're seeing the growth from McCord right in front of our eyes. But when you keep it in context and look and see who Ohio State has played over the past three games and see what has happened when Kyle McCord has really struggled at times, but also shown a lot of growth in these games as well against Penn State. Almost had 300 passing yards against that really good defense. 22 or 35, 62.9% uh, completion percentage in that game. Um, Wisconsin on the road at Camp Randall, one of the toughest places to play in the country, 17 to 26. Completion percentage of 65.4%, getting better, 226 passing yards. He did have two touchdowns and two interceptions. After that game, the first multiple interception game he's had of his college career, how did he bounce back? Yes, the passing yards were down. But it was one of his better completion percentages of the season. Three touchdowns, one INT. Previous to that, he had a 70%, 70.0% completion percentage against Youngstown State. Season high, 82.6%. That was against Western Kentucky. Only had only had four incompletions, threw for three touchdowns, had over 300 passing yards in that game. Kyle Court's growth is right in front of us every single Saturday. A lot of people will say he's not growing, he's not getting better. You know what I'm going to say? Go back and watch the film. Go back and watch him play. You ain't got to watch the whole game. You might not be able to have access to the All-22, but go back and watch the film. Because the film ain't going to lie to you. The film is going to show you what happened, when it happened, the down and distance, and it'll give you the context you need to know if Kyle McCord is growing. Yes, the numbers, passing yard numbers were not 250 or plus or 300 plus. No, it was not that. But what did he do? He took what the defense gave him. Yes, there were some times you would say, hey, maybe throw the ball to an open guy. But remember, remember, Kyle McCord has a bad ankle. And so as we marvel at the touchdown pass he threw to Routman and Marv at the end of the game, which I was like, man, that ball, the ball placement was perfect. And I thought he was going to throw the ball a little bit at a, at a different area. But no, he threw it where only Marv could catch the ball because Marv used his body to kind of block out or box out the corner so the corner could not get the ball. Kyle McCord is getting better every single week. No, I'm not going to sit up here and say he should be in the Heisman Trophy conversation, but I don't think this team needs a quarterback who is in the Heisman Trophy conversation right now to be undefeated at the end of the season 
and to win the national championship. I'm not saying that that's my pick for it to happen, but ultimately, Kyle McCord, if he keeps playing like he is and getting better every single week, Michigan State, Minnesota, he'll get be moving better and playing a whole lot better heading to the heading into the game against the Michigan Wolverines during Ryan Day's presser on Tuesday. He gave us an injury update for a couple key Buckeyes, Lathan Ransom and Josh Proctor. There were other players that he talked about. We'll dive into what they had to say about these injuries next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at Price Picks. Price Picks is the largest independently owned daily fantasy sports platform in North America. They are the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. It's just you against the numbers. Instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks, you pick more than or less than on two to six player stat projections and watch the winnings roll in. Price Picks is the most fun I've had, winning up to 25 times my money this football season. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make Price Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Price Picks offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts, like Taco Tuesday. Each Tuesday, Price Picks discounts select player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on college and use code locked on college for your first deposit match up to $100. Price Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Over the past few days and going into last week, I was discussing a meeting that I had recently to enhance the Locked On Buckeyes community and the announcement can officially be made the Locked on Buckeye subtext is live. Now, what is subtext? It's a way for you and I to communicate, provide Ohio State Buckeye news, football, and basketball news right to your phone, have one-on-one conversations with yours truly, and also have exclusive Q&As and other news and notes about your Ohio State Buckeyes. Also, Get some of my instant thoughts about things going on with the in the athletic department at Ohio State. How can you join? Well, in the show notes of the show, you will be able to find the link to subtext. Join subtext.com slash locked on buckeyes. Go there. It's a free two-week trial at the end of that two weeks. Small fee per month, and we'll be able to conversate every single day. I already sent out a text to the subscribers earlier today in regards to the injury update. If you want injury updates, this is a great way to get them right to your phone. Also discuss other things that are pertinent, where Ohio State's playing, who they're playing, how you can watch the game, and things like that. 
So Ryan Day on Tuesday during his presser ended up providing an injury update for a few Buckeyes. Lathan Ransom, Devin Brown was in there, and Josh Proctor and others. Uh, even, even, he even discussed things with uh, Denzel Burke. And uh, we're going to go through this. It's, it's text. I'm going to read it. Um, not verbatim, word for word, but it went out to our texters, uh, text subscribers earlier today, earlier today, well, on Tuesday afternoon, and just went uh, went out and said, Ryan Day provided an injury update for numerous banged-up Buckeyes during his Tuesday presser. The banged-up part is real because I don't think we really have really thought Ohio State would be undefeated right now with the injuries to some key Buckeyes that they have right now. The fact that they're undefeated and their depth is big and evident as at some key positions, it's great for the team right now. Ryan Day is unsure on Denzel Burke and Lathan Ransom's availability for practice this week. Now, that is important because Ryan Day, like other coaches, once you're injured, you got to practice before you can get back on the field. Now, the doctors might say, go out there, you'll be fine. But practice is key. You got to get those practice reps in, those practices completed before you can get back on the field. Ryan Day hopes Devin Brown has a full week of practice this week. Ryan Day also said that Devin Brown was available for the game this past Saturday um, if he needed to play. Ultimately, there was only one portion of the game where I thought the Buckeyes might need a backup quarterback. But then when I realized Devin Brown's banged up, and I've even heard some stuff going on with Tristan Jevy as well, the third-string quarterback. Not exactly sure um, what the details are, concrete de details about what's going on with him, but it, it's not really good. So I think it's Kyle McCord. And part when I thought Kyle McCord might go out was when his ankle was banged up, first drive, second drive of the game, first quarter for sure. And Kyle McCord was hobbling. Um, limping back to the sidelines, and I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. Now, it wasn't like a big sigh of, oh, no, but just reality that this might not be good for the Buckeyes of Kyle McCord's ankle and Rutgers defense keeps going at him, keeps going at him, and ends up being a bad thing for him. And then also, uh, they said about Josh Proctor, um, they said he believes Josh Proctor will be available to play this week. Hey. So I can relay. Not saying I really um, understand, think Proctor will be able to play. He did not look good when he went down um, prior to Josh, Josh, Jordan Hancock getting that pick six. Um, that was a big play because Proctor came down and laid down the boom. But also when he laid down the boom and allowed Pro uh, Hancock to get that ball, the interception, and took it, took it to the sidelines for that pick six. Ryan Day discussed. Proctor avoided being out for a long period of time due to um due to him avoiding a big helmet to helmet hit. I don't know what to really think about these injuries right now at Ohio State um because it didn't really hear much about Kate Stover. The plan for a backup quarterback, yes, it's Devin Brown, but he's banged up and he's inexperienced. If Tristan Jebbia can't go, is it Lincoln Keen holds time, a true freshman? I mean, how does that make you feel? You already got Mayan Williams out for the season. Trevion Henderson is doing Trevion Henderson things at this stage in his career when he is healthy. But you got to wonder, will he remain healthy for the final three 
regular season football games and then po- the possible four post excuse me three postseason games that he could possibly play being the Big Ten championship semifinal game in the CFP and then in the Natty as well. So you got Michigan State, Minnesota, Michigan, possible Big Ten championship game, definite bowl game, and then possibly the Natty after that. Man, look, this is reality about him. You had Emeka Buka, who I don't know how healthy he is. He didn't really look the healthiest this past weekend against Rutgers. Man, I don't know. One thing I do know is this. When it comes to injuries, and we're going to close this portion of the show out with um, some uh, just reality and not really a bad conversation about it. The Buckeyes' depth is good at a lot of positions. If Proctor and Ransom can't go, we saw it. You're probably going to have Sonny Styles at deep safety. You're probably going to have Malik Hartford or Jihad Carter back there at the other safety position. And I'm comfortable just leaving Jordan Hancock down there at that nickel corner spot. He's good in run fits. He's good at um, defending the run. But also, he can turn around and play that nickel, that, uh, the cover um, position very well from the inside corner position. Denzel Burke, if Denzel Burke is a little banged up and can't go, I'm comfortable with Jermaine Matthews Jr. coming in and being the next guy up. Also, some are saying, where is Kai Stokes? I think he may have just been jumped in the um, depth chart. Just like Jair Brown, we thought coming in, Jair Brown was going to take a next step and be a backup corner. Uh, Jordan Hancock took a big step up this year. But then also, Jermaine Matthews Jr. came in and is competing and is a dog and is doing a good job of it. At the linebacker spot, I don't think Eichenberg or Simon is going to miss time. If if Eichenberg can go, he's going to play. But if Ike's out, if um, uh, Chambers is out, it's going to be Simon and uh, uh, C.J. Hicks. I don't know why I couldn't think of his name. I have no idea. And C.J. Hicks. Um, On offense, that receiver, I don't see Julian Fleming coming off the field. If he's hurt. Um, Xavier Johnson steps up, Colonel Tate steps up. I do think the next guy there in that room is Brandon Ennis, another true freshman receiver. And I wonder, I wonder, at some point, will the Buckeyes be forced to play Dallin Hayden and remove the thought about redshirt again this year? I don't know. But the track record over the past couple seasons is that there's a possibility. I don't say how likely it is, but there's a possibility that one of the running backs will get hurt. Chip Trainum, Xavier Johnson, I still believe between those two. Still believe between those two guys. Dallin Hayden gives the Buckeyes the best opportunity to tote that rock at the running back position if your options are number 19 or the block or jersey on the field. Coming up next, we discuss a possible issue for the Buckeyes basketball team on the basketball court. What am I speaking of? We'll dive into it next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 
if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you for making Locked on Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day. Now is the perfect time unless you're driving. And if you're driving or moving or working out, wait till you're done to do what I'm about to ask you to do. Subscribe to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel and also on Apple or Spotify or wherever you listen to your fine podcast subscribe follow whatever the app allows you to do smash the like button on this video leave a five-star review and a rating and also on this video leave a comment as well ohio state started their basketball season on monday evening and while watching the game there were two things that happened in my mind throughout a, a big portion of the game number one i thought for sure ohio state was um, going to lose the game. I hate saying that, but it is reality. I thought Ohio State was going to lose that game on Monday night to Oakland. Didn't get the first um, first lead until not the first minute. It was a little bit later than that. Uh, hit a three, and then Oakland got the lead back. And then at the end of the game, Bruce Thornton made some big shots, and uh, the rest was history. Buckeyes beat Oakland 79-73. Didn't touch on this. This Actually, it's the first time we touched on this at all since there was no show um, yesterday. And Ohio State only beating Oakland by six. Not good. Not great. I don't know what to expect from this team. Got a young team, one of the youngest teams in the country. Touched on that on Monday. Um, The starting five in this game did not include Zed Key. Zed Key came off the bench, played 27 minutes. Um, second most minutes by someone who came off the bench. Uh, Scotty Middleton had 28 minutes. Zed Key had 17 points and eight rebounds. Was a big contributor off the bench. Middleton had 13 and eight off the bench as well. Um, leading scores in the game, Roddy Go Jr. and Bruce Thornton were both tied with 17 points. Uh, the other uh, starters, Jordan Battle, uh, nine points. A, tra- uh, in, a transfer, Evan. Yeah. Mahaffey, I'm going to stutter with that one uh, quite a bit this season, so bear with me. And then Felix Akpara, um, we all remember him from last year, the six foot eleven um, freshman last year, now sophomore. They said he put on 28 pounds in the offseason. The commentator said 28 pounds of muscle, had six points, only one rebound and one assist. He wasn't foul trouble. He was the buck. He was the second, both big man, uh, Akpara. And uh, uh, Zed Key also, Mahaffey, uh, all three of them had four fouls in this game. But after the game, Oakland's basketball coach came out in the press conference and talked about the zone that Oakland ran. And he said, oh, yeah, we knew we knew what our defense would work. We knew what they were going to do. And no, this isn't a, a part of sign stealing and illegal sign stealing like what's going on with the Michigan Wolverines. I understand Ohio State and Rutgers are linked to um, providing some things about Michigan signs. And I'm like, okay, cool. How did they get them? I don't care about sign stealing. I think sign stealing is, I mean, look, we talk about sign stealing in baseball all the time. And they're illegal. If you're going to stand on third base or someone's going to stand on first base, go into a baseball connection, and you're going to do signs and signals, buddy. There's a good chance somebody can steal it with their naked eye. 
Just saying. People's brains are good. Some people have photographic memory. It can happen. So I'm not trying to say Ohio State is illegally stealing Michigan signs. I'm not going that far. We know what Michigan did for sure with the data that has come out. They illegally did what they did to steal signs of their opponents. But this coach, and you could pick this up in film. I guess it's not science stealing. This is just film study. He said they realized they knew what Ohio State was going to do in the game. Now you want to add in also, you have transfers, and this is the first real live action, first live action they've had. It's a tip-off of the college basketball season. Yeah, the Buckeyes are going to have some hiccups and have some issues. But allowing the other team or the other team just doing the proper study to know what Ohio State's going to do on the court, man, man, I'm not saying it's going to be a long-term issue. I'm not saying Ohio State's going to lose a lot of games early in the season. But down the road, especially in Big Ten play, it could be a problem. The one thing about this team, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dive into it um at all. One thing I will say is it's early. It's game one. They they have a game this Friday against Texas AM, the number 15 team in the country. It's seven o'clock. It's on Peacock. They have a game next Wednesday against Miramac, seven o'clock, and I do believe that is on the Big Ten Network. I gotta make sure I figure out if it's Big Ten Network or BTN Plus because Buckeyes are going to play on both of those channels. The other thing I thought about earlier, I don't know if I dove into this or not. The game was on Big Ten Plus, and I don't know. I know my wife and I were discussing this, and um, I didn't think I would have to get Big Ten Plus to watch a game. I'm also really glad that a lot of games are not on the Big Ten Plus app. I am really, really glad. Now, there may be a time down the road where everybody, like Big Ten games, are only on streaming services. Still don't think it's going to happen. But, I mean, there's there's a chance down the road where you will need streaming apps to watch not just Buckeye football or Buckeye basketball via Big Ten Plus or the Peacock, but you might need it to watch other games. I remember earlier this year on the Pac-12 Network, they had UFC, they had Colorado. And I'm sure every conference requires their member schools to play at least one game on that conference's TV station. I am sure that's a part of the contractual obligations that are part of you to be able to, um, uh, when you schedule games, not be able to, but when you schedule games, I'm sure it is. Seems odd. Um, speaking of scheduling, no, for the football team, got to throw football in this conversation as well. The game against Minnesota will be on the Big Ten Network because Ohio State has to play one conference game on that network. Don't know if it'll be a 12 o'clock kickoff, 3.30 kickoff, or 4 p.m. Eastern. It will not be a night game. As much as I would like for it to be a night game for just a night game atmosphere, trust me, for my schedule and probably for yours, that 12 o'clock game is glorious. It's amazing. Get that thing out of there at 12. Get that postcast done. Get that thing uploaded. And then... We can watch more football, spend some time with the people we love, do whatever we got to do. It's just the way that, I used to love night games. Man, I used to love, I, I still love them, man, for the schedule, especially because your boy does not stay up as late as he used to. Man, those 12 new kickoff games, those are amazing. I surely hope, hope, hope that over the next few weeks as Ohio State plays 
Texas A&M. They played Merrimack, played Western Michigan. They played number 24, Alabama, on Friday, the Friday after um, Thanksgiving. They played Central Michigan. They played Minnesota. They played Miami of Ohio and others. Those are the games through December the 6th. I do believe there's another game mixed in there as well, Thanksgiving week that has not been scheduled yet. I hope, I hope that we don't hear other coaches come out here and say, hey, even in a loss, we knew what Ohio State was going to do on the basketball court. Because if that's the case, Tom Izzo, (laughs) Matt Painter, Mike Woodson, these coaches that have been doing this for a long time, they'll be able to see that in film and know how to pick apart the Buckeyes basketball team. Out of here on a Wednesday, two more days left. Two more shows left until the next Buckeye football game. It's a night game. Great jerseys are coming out. The opponent, the Michigan State Spartans. Out of here on a Wednesday, you can, you can follow me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Remember, join the subtext community. Go to subtext.com slash locked on Buckeyes, and you'll be able to join the subtext community. You'll be able to subscribe, um, 14-day free trial, and you'll be able to get conversations with me. You'll be able to get availability reports prior to games sent right to your phone and a lot of other things that you will enjoy about your Ohio State Buckeyes. It's a 14-day free trial, and then $4.99 a month, after that, $4.99 a month after that to get Buckeye news sent right to your phone. Man, it's a great opportunity that's right here for you to enjoy. We're out of here on a Wednesday, Buckeye fans. I'll see you next time.